the easiest way that I can describe this past week, and it really is a lot more external than internal, uh, after numerous weeks of different challenges, and it's not to say that I'm expecting that uh, those challenges, you know, won't happen from time to time. But in this case, I'm speaking more about external events and events going on around me. And this is, you know, nearby. And then this is also very much at a distance. And knowing that we are all uh, in this big world that it seems like it's shrinking every day, that we all are connected in some way. And so I think that the more we have the ability to know about what's going on uh, at even great distances affects all of us in a certain way and without getting too metaphysical and getting too uh getting too mystical about it it's uh this is really also at a certain you know on a on a physical level just being a human being being aware of all of these things that are going on around us i certainly don't want to get into any specifics and it's uh it's not because i for any particular reason other than this it's really not my purview uh it's really just, you know, my, my viewpoint or vantage point is really just one human being who is trying to mindfully cope with what's going on in my own life and in the life of those around me and in the lives of those who I'm connected with. And that could, you know, that's at any distance. And just being able to attend to life as it is, to take care of those responsibilities, to be of service to others and try to be the best human being I can be, knowing that I'm clearly flawed, knowing that I am human, and embracing all of that. So what I'm really talking about this morning is what it feels like. The best way I can put this is it kind of felt this week, or not kind of, it really did feel like this. It, it felt as though the world has just turned upside down for a lot of reasons. Uh, this isn't really so much. It's, it was kind of a more of a quiet week for me, and that's after many weeks, it feels like, of all kinds of things happening in my personal life and in my work life. And I'm very grateful for what I have learned through those challenges, and I'm certainly not trying to cling to or hold on to the relative quiet in my own life. I know that more challenges will arrive and arise when it is time. And this is really all about continuing to practice, even though sometimes it's, you know, I don't necessarily have a lot going on right in my immediate surroundings. But I'm very well aware and very attuned to, and it's, you know, there's nothing special. It's just as a human being who's paying attention, we all have that ability to, to cultivate that attention and to decide or to be guided into where we put that attention. But in this case, though, with all the things going on in, you know, this particular country where I live, um, but it's not the only country in the world. There's clearly a lot of countries in the world that are going through a lot of things. But in this case, though, it really did. I found myself at numerous times this week feeling a little bit on edge, feeling a little bit anxious, feeling a little bit unsure about where all this is headed. And I want to try, I've always, not always, but I have certainly over the past several years tried to find a middle ground in terms of achieving some sense of, I've heard this, you know, used before, some sense of neutrality. In other words, trying to really determine, you know, what, you know, allow myself to be guided in terms of what I can do about all these things that are going on. 
and really focus on what I can do and the things that I can't do anything about uh, being able to, to more mindfully sit with those things and uh, be able to still attend to what is right in front of me, to be able to be mindful on my feet while it's happening right in the middle of it all. And, you know, I, I have vacillated back and forth between sometimes wanting to shut out all of the, what you might refer to as bad news or very, you know, a very alarming news uh, on a lot of fronts. And then there are times where I also want to be able to uh, not not escape that or try to shut it out to also embrace what's going on in the world right now. Uh, and it's kind of finding that balance. And so, you know, where does, you know, what does mindfulness practice have to do with this and mindful coping? I found that for me, it has a lot to do with it because of the fact that my life has always been and a lot of people that I've taught and that I have shared this with and, and spoken to about it that it really allows me to be able to find some way of being able to find my center or to be to have some sense of being grounded in my own being during times when things are very very tumultuous and very very uncertain and it doesn't it, it won't necessarily make the problems go away there is you know it's certainly not a magic bullet for that but in terms of being able to cope it really does make a huge difference, and, I, and it has made it's made it a, a great difference for me this past week, and over the past almost 30 years that I have been practicing this. The world has certainly gotten more complicated. Things have certainly gotten much more, uh, uh, more tense and more tenuous, without a doubt. I can't say that it's the most that way that it's ever been, but it doesn't even really matter as far as measuring that. What I do know is there's been a lot more temptations to fall prey to getting really caught up in very strong emotional reactions to what's going on. And what I really want to be able to do is I want to keep my heart open. I want to be able to, I know trying to close my heart to all this and trying to shut it out and not pay attention to it and try to distract myself, all of those things that I can do, all those coping mechanisms which really don't necessarily help me cope in the best way possible because I know that if I am, you know, actively trying to shut things out or avoid certain things, then my, all of my effort and energy is really caught up in trying to avoid things and I'm trying to uh I'm trying to push things away and close my eyes to things. And then in a lot of ways by doing that, then I can't really be here when it is most critical that I am here and I know that I can't control the way it is here right now, you know, as, you know, in, other than in my immediate environment, environs and in my immediate environment, um, I can only control very little of it as well. I, and it's always about mindfully being able to utilize this practice so that I can really have that inner wisdom of being able to know what I can control and what I can't control. And then the other stuff, a lot of the stuff that I can't control, I really want to be able to increase my ability to quote unquote sit with it or to embrace it, whether I like it or not, uh, because it's not nearly as personal as I think it is. It's not as much about me and what I think as I sometimes like to think. And the fact that I sometimes think that it is more about what I think and, and my viewpoint and my take on it 
I don't want to be beating myself or judging myself harshly for that. It's very, very, in my humble opinion, it is very normal and natural as human beings to have opinions about things. It's very normal and natural to want to have my voice heard or to have our voices heard about how we feel about all of these things. But I know at the same time, though, that if I, I can get so caught up in thinking about my take on all of these things and reacting to a lot of these things, especially if I'm reacting negatively, uh, it gives way to all kinds of mental, you know, different shades and gradations of different mental states, which ultimately result in me being so rattled by things or being so angered by things or so frustrated by what's going on or so hopeless or despondent. There's all of these ways in which I can react. And that is really the edge for me. That's where I really want to be paying attention. That's really what I want to focus on, not to overly analyze it, not to get caught up in uh, identifying as the person that's having these uh, emotions and these reactions that feel this way, but it's really more about being able to pay attention and to be aware of when this happens. And when I do become aware of it, I can't make it stop automatically. I, you know, There's not anything magical that I can do. Well, what I have found is through mindfulness practice is just simply the awareness, cultivating the awareness just to pay attention to what it is that I'm really doing. How am I talking to myself? What is my self-talk like? Uh, you know, what am I carrying around with me? I mean, I know as human beings, you know, we generally all, I can't say everyone, but we all have certain baggage that we're carrying around with us. And some of that baggage includes our opinions, our thoughts, our feelings, our reactions to all this stuff going on around us. And really what I found during this past three or four months that has been so critical is figuring out a way how to not let all of these things and it's not that they themselves, you know, whatever is happening, it's not, you know, all of these occurrences that are causing the, you know, that's the first thing that I want to be, that I've been able to see and to be able to embrace is that it's not those things themselves. It's not what people are doing or not doing. Uh, it's not the situations that are being created that are causing suffering for me unless they are directly affecting me in the moment. Uh, and that has happened some. Those are There certainly have been times where I have, but it is all of the times that it is not affecting me. And I do want to care. I do want my heart to be opened up. I certainly do uh, you know, want to spend some of my life's energy and some of my time uh, trying to do what I can to alleviate suffering and to do what I can to help people who are being affected by things that I'm not personally currently being affected by. But I know that the only way that I can really balance all of this out, the only way that I can really be here and be of help to anyone and share what I have in a meaningful way is that I have to be able to be paying attention to my own reactions. I have to be aware of what my mind is doing because it's the one thing, how I'm using my mind, what I'm, what, you know, what I'm getting carried away with and what I'm believing about what I'm thinking, about whatever I'm feeling that's going to really ultimately determine what I'm capable of. And it's not that, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, can, I can't control everything about my mind. I get it. And the idea here isn't to do that. And it isn't even about self-improvement. It's, it's not really about trying to have a quote-unquote better mind. It's really just about being in the moment and paying attention to what's actually going on. 
and if by doing that it allows me to be become aware hopefully you know sooner than later that uh, that I am in fact reacting to something in a way that is really closing my heart or I'm reacting in a way where I am uh, dealing with someone else in anger or in frustration or in resignation or just giving up when there is really something I can do. All of these things happen. All of these you know, places that I find myself emotionally and mentally, these all happen as a result of a mind that is not being paid attention to. The, uh, and it's, it's, the, these things can all happen. It's very easy for these things to happen. It's, it's very natural because it's, it's a neural groove. It's a neural habit. It's a mental habit. And what I really want to be able to do is to be able to practice as much as I possibly can so that the more I practice paying attention to my mind, I will pay attention to what's going on even in the moments where I am carried away where I don't remember necessarily to outwardly or overtly pay attention. And I found that over the years, it's happened more and more. It's almost as if, the, you know, we really do become what we practice at a deeper level. And I know that for me, I have experienced it so many times where I have found myself being aware that my thinking and my self-talk is not helping me at all and that it's actually causing me unnecessary suffering. And very likely, if I'm doing that to myself, I'm most likely also, it's going to spill over and I'm going to find myself also possibly affecting other people that are around me and closest to me when I allow myself to get into these mind states which aren't healthy. And so I have probably this week, more than I have in a while, had to really, and not really even had to, but I chose to, to return back to a meditative practice, paying attention to my breath, going in and out, uh, paying attention to my thoughts, paying attention to my mind, you know, allowing myself to, to look even just, just to look down at my feet and to get centered and realize, okay, this is where I am right now. And that, you know, this is, you know, this is what's going on right here, right now. And that everything that's going on in my mind isn't the truth. It's only relative reality. It's not absolute reality. And sometimes I can catch myself believing everything that I'm thinking and thinking that it is absolute reality. And it's very easy to take our thoughts really seriously. There are thoughts. And uh, it's natural sometimes to find ourselves holding those things very dear. And it's it, 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 at first, when someone begins to practice mindfulness, it can certainly be disconcerting to be able to, when, when you first experience cultivating that headspace or that witness that is able to actually see these thoughts and, re- and to really watch them more. It's almost like watching a movie that's unfolding than it is to actually believe, you know, be completely in these thoughts and believing them as if they are all absolute reality. It is, uh, it can be a little jarring at first to get to find that little bit of space in between our thoughts and our identification with them and our belief that we are our thoughts. It is very easy to do that. And I know that the more I've practiced mindfulness, uh, the easier it's gotten. And especially this week, I'm very grateful for that because there have been so many things that I feel like that have been going on around me and, and uh, to a great extent, you know, here where I live and, and in the country where I live and, and then in the world in different places. And it's affecting everyone, you know, all at the same time. And uh, it is, you know, it's, it's, it has been somewhat difficult and painful 
to try to resolve all these things. And sometimes I can't resolve all this. And the more that I've tried to understand why these things happen, I found that these are, again, these are just thoughts. I mean, this is just, I'm analyzing the situation, trying to find an answer, trying to find a reason. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't do that. I've just found for for myself that instead of expending so much energy trying to understand and get the answers to why these things are happening and and how can people be the way that they are, I want to really kind of look in the mirror first and remember that, you know, I as a human being am capable, uh, just as capable of being as delusional. I'm just as capable of being uh, closed-minded, closed-hearted, reactionary. I mean, you know, it's, there's nothing that I'm seeing out in the world that I'm not capable of myself. I think there are certainly some very extreme situations. I certainly don't believe that I'm someone who would be capable of really hurting someone. Uh, But uh, there again, I certainly have done that with my actions and my words. So at some level, there is that capability. So I want to remember these things. And the more that I can allow myself in times like this to be fully human and to embrace the humanness that I am seeing all around me, it, I'm finding that it does really make a difference. And, and what's really enabled me to do that and to really be able to be here right now, even when it is painful, even when it is scary, even when it is sometimes difficult, even when I don't understand. And a lot of these things that are happening, I don't, you know, I think I might understand. But then again, that's the operative word, think. I am thinking that I know that what is happening. I'm trying to somehow explain it to myself. And I'm expending precious time and energy doing that. And I found for myself, I can't say what's right for anyone else, but for me, what I found is that when I have paid attention and become aware that I'm trying to do that, uh, those things quieten down because of the fact that I've become aware of it and I'm witnessing what I'm trying to do with my mind. And what I'm finding is the more I pay attention to my mind and can kind of catch myself in the act, so to speak, uh, I know that opinions can, we, as human beings, we can cherish those very, very deeply. We can be very attached to our opinions and our takes on things and the way we see things and our perspective or perspectives. Uh, now, I'm not here to say that that's wrong for anyone to really hold those things dear. I know for myself, the more I have let go of those opinions and those that my take on things and my, and to not have stances and to not have so many beliefs. Uh, and I'm not trying to not have them. It's just that when I see myself beginning to create them and hold on to them, I'm just, I let them go because I really want to, to, to really approach life from more of what what's referred to in the Zen tradition as beginner's mind or a don't know mind. Uh, if I can really be more open and not assume that I know, you know, what's going on and why it's going on and whether it's right or whether it's wrong, uh, and trying to figure out some way of, of, of reacting to it or making it stop uh, or wondering whether it will ever stop or will it ever get better, that if I can just be here without the answers to all of those questions, without knowing why it's happening, it has made it easier to wake up every day and, and live in this world as a human being with all of the stuff going on around me. And the practice, it's, it's a very simple practice, but it is not easy. It is, it is certainly not easy to sustain it. And it takes a willingness to want to be here. And as I, one of my teachers has always reminded me, being here is the point. That's really what, you know, for me, that's really what this is all about. It's all happening here. If I'm not paying attention, 
Uh, I'm going to miss the good stuff. I'm going to miss the those those moments of joy, uh, those moments of some sense of of being able to really be here and appreciate all the things that there is to appreciate and to appreciate the small victories when they happen. Uh, I have to choose to be here, and I, I will say that I spent many years not wanting to be here, wanting to avoid it because I didn't like it and it didn't feel good and it scared me. And I didn't think that I could cope and I didn't think that I could, you know, I didn't think that I could go on. I found that I can and what has enabled me and what has empowered me to do that has simply been mindfulness practice and being able to cope more mindfully. And by sitting and practicing being more mindful and being aware of what's going on in my mind, it's enabled me to be able to do that when I'm out in the middle of the world, in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of the hurricane the middle of the the toad, the full catastrophe, as one of my teachers calls it. Uh, it's really, you know, being able to do that has really, really been beneficial and it's really been healing. And uh, I, but I, but it's not something that I can just basically, uh, you know, save up and, and just use it and not have to make the efforts. It's, I, I certainly do. I found at times that I've maybe thought that I didn't have to do it and practice as much. But that's really when I when I when it, it, I find that it, it's not as uh, it's not as automatic unless I'm practicing and sustaining that practice on a regular basis. And I know that I'm more able to cope more effectively if I'm actively choosing to practice uh, on a daily basis or on a regular basis. I'm not here to tell anyone how much or how little is is the right amount of practice. Uh, to under to undertake you know these various meditative practices to calm the mind and ultimately the, to practice mindfulness itself and to pay attention to our thoughts, but it's something that I find that the more regularly I do it, the easier it is for me to be here. Even and it's easier to be here even when it's not easy. I guess as strange as that sounds, that's really what my experiences have been. And uh, when I wake up every day and I know that I'm not, you know, even if I'm dreading something, even if I'm uneasy, even if I'm uncertain about it, uh, I am able to get up and, and get into life because I know that there's a practice there that, you know, as long as I'm willing to continue to undertake it, it has enabled me to be able to be here even when it's not easy to be here. And right now with the way things are, uh, you know, right here, right now in this world, it's, uh, this is something that is certainly of benefit.